In Dumeria, a land where adventuring is new, mysteries and curiosity await our dummies. So stick around to see what they will do. Welcome to Adventuring for Dummies. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Adventuring for Dummies. My name is Gary Fian. I am the dungeon master of this silly little adventure. Hi, I'm Dave McTighe and I'm playing the Elven Gunslinger, Darby Galandry Flashgear. Breaker of silencers, but seeming to be maker of silencers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave McEnroe and I'm playing Gwen Cobbleston, the Demiborn Wizard, and the Office Gossip. XOXO. <laughs> Layers. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty good. Hi, I'm David Sheeran. I'm playing Ivor Ironclad, and the bureaucracy of Gizmoburk are lucky they're not actively fighting us. If they all have a point of exhaustion, they'd never escape Ivor's grapples. <laughs> so very true. And I'm Billy Stewart, playing Stefan Shepard. Human clerk, barbarian, and his beloved pet goat, Ramsey. Movers of furniture and secrets. Oh. oh. Little and spicy one there. <laughs> yes. More on that later. So we will kick off this episode as we always do with a wee recap and then back into the action. Back to their old tricks, the gang go about their day in typical dummy fashion. Gwen went to meet Valoptima, very direct and to the point. Gwen walked straight up to her door. She was unable to get inside, though, as she learned of magical warding around the office. But she did learn someone else was inside, having a meeting with Valoptima. Ivar continued work on the light room, trying to follow the forms of the monastic strolls, but coming up short and returning to his old ways of doing things to some success. Stefan and Ramsey spent the day excitingly rearranging furniture in the office and not doing much else, spending the rest of the day painting by the river. Harry began work on it, said silencer for his pistol, but his mind was on thoughts of his father and distracted by the noise Stefan and Ramsey were making. Anne checked in on Dents and found it business as usual. She also filled in Harvey about Igor and Novar's conversation at the Consideratorium. The gang rejoined and made a plan to visit Clock Hill Tower, potentially the Union Spire to the west. Before bed, though, Stefan took a beloved copy of his favorite magazine and began to write a secret letter to an old friend with the smell of citrus in the air. And pick up, everybody. Take a long rest. I'm not sure if you have a long rest at the end of the episode or not, but you have one now. <laughs> You've done it. Good job. And, and not a sight of Shadow Gwyn. Not this time. She did. She done. I think I'm I traumatized. I'm that Dave is just like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give him ideas. <laughs> Imagine she was just hiding in Gwen's shadow the whole time. <gasps> the whole time. Where oh, where oh, where is Shadow? Oh, where, where, can where can Shadow be? be? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's, that's, that's uh, a good one. Nice, nice, nice. So yes, 
bright morning. Actually, what what is the weather like? Let me check my thing. Oh, it is a bright morning. Uh, bright morning in Dumeria, light winds, about 14 degrees. I always forget that I use a calendar that gives me weather. So yeah, bright, sunny morning in, um, in Dumeria. What are we doing? Um, yeah, getting up and heading out, I think. I think we want to go nice and early, don't we? Yeah. Right. Nice. Yes. Um, I've written a note here that says, ask if I got a note from Veloptima's office. I don't know if um, I'm going to get one, but, you know, why not? Um, you check in with um, the servants here at Galantry um, Estate. No notes have been delivered for you in time, I'm afraid. Cool. And just, you know, I know why I was looking for a note, but why was I looking for a note? You, <laughs> so you were like, oh, when Philip team is free, let me know and I'll come to meet her. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting my Philip team and my T pairs mixed up. Yes, that that is, of course, that makes sense. <laughs> Two Sorry, very yeah. different people. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> why? But I was just talking to her yesterday and it was very chit chatty, you know? <laughs> okay, cool. Two very different people. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, one mind of security of Gizmobrook, the other, a Rogue operative of dense in hiding. Newly rogued operative. <laughs> Newly rogued operative. Yes, very okay. Newly is very important there. Um, the hiding is more so the correct piece. So yes, are we all any other last preparations before you go west? Life is peaceful there. Hmm. Uh, honestly, I was thinking there must be something I can bring that would be handy in like around clocks but like i'm pretty darby. confident uh yeah darby will have everything he needs for that <laughs> so i think i think Ivor is gonna be like yeah, yeah. this time i can rest i don't need to worry <laughs> so this army ivar is like mm, i got this darby's got it so I... <laughs> i'll give the old shepherd's warning a polish up before we go out this year yeah absolutely yeah. um yeah, I think no, I think I think when Derby arrives with a lot of um sacks and little bags. Ooh. Um yeah. are you are you are you taking a carriage? Are you taking either your own carriage, Derby, or a a, a Galandry estate carriage head out walking? I think when he just arrived by his own. But... Oh but like out out to the out towards ah, the spire we... and the tower. Are we not going invisible now? And well, we can... they're both along the main road and miles away. So going invisible from here would be yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. So you can either, it's up to you. You can travel via the wilderness, always an option. Um, or you could go via the road. I, I thought it, it, there's like a little town at the Union Spire one, isn't it? Not a town, but like a little settlement, right? There's, yeah, there's a little settlement, a little village. Um, it's a very common stop-off point. It's very common, like romantic destination for couples. Um, yeah, so yeah. So just yeah, and that is, I think yeah, go to there as normal and then like if we want to sneak from there we could or we could just, you know, continue on the road and like I don't know, park up or something. But what do you think, uh Zabi, do you do would you like your carriage to be seen like kind of parked in front of a clock tower in case anything happens or would you prefer it to be at the Union Spire kind of area instead? I'm happy to walk. Okay. That's fair. The ah, so you're lazy, aren't you? We can bring a carriage. I don't know, just expediency and, you know, in case you want to bring anything bulky and big back from the cool clock tower place, but, you know. 
Ah. That's just what mm. I was thinking, but you know. Whatever. Okay, carriage it is, carriage it is. No walking. <laughs> uh, Gwen inside her mind is just like, I knew that would work. Give us like two carriages. Sure, yeah, if you want. I think two carriages might attract suspicion. <laughs> well, one for Darby, one for us. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna say one for go and way. one for Ramsey, but Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, there works too. No, I'd never leave Ramsey on his own. <laughs> <laughs> the shenanigans he might get up to. Sure. Right. Did you not see what he did to Guinevere's carriage? Um, Guinevere. Oh my. Guinevere. I don't know why Guinevere came to mind, but here we are. Is that Gwen's full name? Oh. Ah. Perhaps. Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn Cobbleson. Mm. Guinevere is Shadow Gwen's full name. <gasps> there we go. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Why? <laughs> full circle, everybody. <laughs> the more things Listen, you give the socials her. are mad for more Shadow Gwen. We need to bring Guinevere back. So. <laughs> They're calling out for it. They won't even want Shadow Gwen merch. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Answers on a postcard if you want Shadow Gwen. <laughs> I wanted Shadow Gwen back in the podcast and all I got was the stupid t-shirt. Yes. And it's a picture of like me with looking real shifty and then like a big shadow thing coming up behind me. Yeah, perfect. Anyways, we digress. We do. Charges to the east, to the west, even west. West. Excellent. So great. Um, Darby, are you taking your own carriage and one from uh, the Glandry State and to the um, two of your father's entourage? Are you renting out more? What's that's, what's your plan? Take my own for myself. Yeah. And, and then? We'll get another one for the rest of them. Perfect. Okay. Sweet. So, um, easily enough done. Um, you um, take your carriages along to the edge of the upper uh, downtown disc um where they uh it takes a little bit of time to uh go there is a large elevator gear um operated elevator um almost like almost like a a flue gate in a canal but instead it's just these large metal mechanical stages where carriages are brought for up to the up and down up to um between lower and upper downtown in Gizmobrook. Mm. Um, carriages then make their way towards the main road towards prosperity, making a way through a lot of the um, lot of the halfling district. So again, a lot of agricultural um, inventions going on here. You see a lot of different plows, a lot of different um, types of cultivation. Um, you even see maybe in the distance some alchemists um, trying to mix and match different um, genes and splicing plants to see if they can get a better yield or something. Yes, I just canonized GMOs. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you eventually start to get funneled um, towards the main highway out, um, out west from Gizmobrook and towards prosperity. Soon after leaving the kind of lush, verdant area of Gizmobrook, um, it quickly, the terrain begins to get a little bit more marshy. 
um, Gizmobrook, as in its sprawl, has kind of recultivated the earth, um, you know, for its its use and and, and benefit for Gizmobrook. But as soon as you're outside of of the safe walls um, of Gizmobrook, the terrain goes back to what it was pre-Gizmobrook, and it begins to get marshier and marshier as you begin to head west into the wetlands. And soon it begins to rain ever so slightly um, as you move closer and closer to the Union Spire. Okay, I guess while we're waiting here, um, did we decide if we're visiting Union Square before the Clock Tower or after the Clock Tower? Before, um, I believe. Yeah, I think we should do it on the way, shouldn't we? Mm, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. Darby isn't in your character to disagree with you. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, perfect. <laughs> Ramsey goes, meh, meh, meh. Four, um, four eyes, we have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you're doing, Darby, as you're, as you're being drifted along in your own carriage? Um, I'm going to work on a few schematics for that silencer. Nice. <laughs> Always at work. Always at work. Yeah, and of course you have um, added suspension uh, into your own carriage, so you almost have this flawless, um, large desk in the center of your carriage that you frequently have used in the past to continue working as you have been moving around the city and to various uh, satellite points around the city as well. Um, so you're well used to this. Yeah, and their their, their carriage has um, a live rear axle and yoldy leaf springs, so it's it's a bumpy old thing. <laughs> My God, I could be working on runes right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was going to compliment you on how cool your carriage was, and of course you would have that, and then you just had to be like, oh, and their carriage is... It's shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, speaking of plans before we go, I, I, I know it's a bit um, to retroactive it now, but I was only just kind of thinking of it there. Would I have been able to learn a first level spell before we got here or have I kind of embarked? Um, it's yeah, not a crazy so one. What is it? Uh, Tensor's floating disc. <laughs> um, sure. Give me a. Give me. Yeah, do you want me to give me a check? Yeah. Or... Um, no, just spend your gold as normal. Oh, yeah. It's How... 25 gold. It's 25? Okay, sweet. Oh, half do I get a little bit? Price. I get it a little bit cheaper, right? Is that? Yeah, 25 Wait. is half. It is Usually half. 50 per spell level. Unreal. Mm. And because, yeah, because you're described as well, you can you can jot down a, a first level spell on a half an hour, so um, that's not a lot Sick. of time for for anyone actually um great so yes you now as as rain pitter patters onto the canvas um of your uh, carts as you move along um you the traffic starts to pick up a little bit you all and you hear the humdrum of people milling about um as you then open uh the windows and look out onto now the spire. So what you can see is a large uh, spiraling tower. And I mean that as in two separate entities of stonework 
uh, rise out very close together, but soon after their direct ascent, start to twist around each other until they reach a bulbous point in the sky, several stories up. Each, uh, each of these spirals is, as I said, distinct, but you can see that there is connections between them. There's these bridges um, joining each of those together at different, each of these towers together at different intervals as it's going up the spire. Closer to you, you can see this small village of the Union Spire. You can see a couple of small, um, couple of small shops, inns, uh, B&Bs, um, very touristy focused. And I'm pretty sure that anyone who lives here is pretty much a, um, they're the owners of the businesses and live on the premises that they're on. Um, so yes, so it's very easy for you to, to uh, find a spot to park up your wagons and carts um, or whatever, I'm not sure, probably wagons, carts are probably too small, there's wagons, you're in wagons, let's just say you're in wagons. Um, carriages, that's the word. Yes. I, the word. <laughs> I was like, why are we downgrading our cool carriage? <laughs> you're in carriages. Um, so yeah, it's easy to find a um, place to park up your carriages. You find um, a large inn and general store called the Badger and Fox that has room for the carriages to be stowed for this time. It is still, it's only taken maybe two hours to get here, max, maybe a little bit less now that you, you've taken the carriages um, and taken the road, the more direct route. Um, so it is only still mid-morning, but there is overcast sky. It's not the brightest of days. There's striata of light uh, breaking through the clouds and hitting you in, in, in various spaces, but it's mostly overcast with a chance of rain. Okay, that's good weather for sneaking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, not, not clear, clear. It's good. Yeah. Oh, there's the Union Spire. Ooh, ah, e, isn't it amazing? Yeah, let's get going. Hey, 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 you might need to come here for like one of your, you know, many girlfriends' weddings or something, you know, that Areem you're always bringing around with you, and, you know? Uh, well, Areem. yeah. There's there's also the case of Ayun, right? Uh, they're, they're important. Yeah. They're, they're knowledge-based deities, so I don't know, maybe you can get something, like pick up on something that's been missed, you know? And like we could, could, you know, if Andrew likes talking to us when we're in a temple, like maybe one of them mm -hmm. will talk to us here. You oh. could get some divine inspiration. Ivor, you're gonna have to do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. I su I mean, I don't know. I think the girlfriend route is the way to it to get him to, you know, he's always like about the stuff for himself that I'm whispering to Ivor. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I'll... I brought some flyers for the shop, so we may as well hand them out. Oh, okay. Free advertising, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Uh, good idea, Stefan. Uh, by the way, what else is in your pockets? It's a very personal <laughs> question. Well, I, I what? think you should jet jettison any excess weight just so you can carry more stuff. Oh, good. I was wondering. Oh. I was worried. Like, I thought that, that'd be like something you'd say to me and then, like, you know, say something horrible and sneerful. But I, I, not it, to it's, you. A bit, it's a bit sketchy as in terms of employer employee relations, but I, I don't think we need to bring it to HR. Yeah, Do we like, have a HR? Um, anyway, I think yeah, you right. might be the HR. Just oh. yeah, you should, you should you should create it maybe. Just yeah. uh, I just have uh, Ramsey snacks, some loose bits of paper, and spare quills. 
<laughs> Please tell me Ramsey snacks are like Scooby snacks. Yeah, we've had this conversation. Sorry, I got very excited about that. Scooby's <laughs> Dan here. Um, I give Ramsey some Ramsey snacks for anyone worried at home. Um, yeah. <laughs> he happily nibbles on it and gives Darby the look of like, if you take away my snacks, <laughs> it'll be more than your shins I will be breaking. You somehow get that from a look from a goat. You know, I don't know how. But... Well, Darby What's probably would have just fed them all to him at once, like, so he should have been happy. <laughs> no, no, Ramsey believes in moderation and earning his snacks. Can is there any like shops like and stuff? Like I, I imagine there's like weird like couple stuff. Is there? Yes, yeah, yeah. So um right beside you is uh, the the badger and fox. Um it's kinda like it's almost like an um it's a very old school Irish pub. There's a shop in the front and a pub in the back and an inn upstairs. Okay. But you can see you can see a lot of like small statuettes of like two halves of a heart that are like hugging each other. Um, and you know, lots of little things that says, Ayun will always love you. Um, <laughs> live, laugh, love. Uh, <laughs> live, laugh, Zahneen, yes. Yeah. Um, the salt and uh, pepper shaker versions Zahneen. and all this stuff. <laughs> is the moon, definitely... the moon one, right? Yes, yeah. So yeah. again, Ayun and Zenin are two halves of magic. Yes. Uh, one Ayun being the like structural intellect uh, side of, of magic, and Zenin being the more uh, chaos and free um, expression side of it. Um, so, yeah, no, I'd like to find a shop, and like, I don't want obviously a couple's thing, but I'd like something. I basically want like team bracelets <laughs> team bracelets yeah or something like that just like something i can yeah get for each of us and including ramsey yeah that is definitely easy enough to find you can get these bracelets that are basically just um two different interchanging stones along a small kind of cord so it'd probably go from a moonstone to a kind of granite moonstone granite moonstone granite moonstone granite in a little cord representing the uh Nice. Yeah. So I um yeah I'd like I'd like to purchase some of them. Um, it's all right. Five of them. They're probably two silver each. So that's a gold. Nice. Cool. Which again is expensive, but venters are rich. Yeah. It's all right. Nice. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I rolled a nature oh, no. check. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know how taking two gold off your character made you roll a nature check. Misclick, misclick. I'd like to, uh, well, I'd like to kind of go around and maybe, I don't know, see if I can get some kind of maybe, um, what's the word? Uh, not spoken history, vocal history? Like, you know, get any kind of local, like, uh, stories, maybe kind of, um, uh, verbal history. I'm trying to think of the word exactly, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Co yeah. Colloquial, maybe. Mm. Um, uh, mm. Sure. Give me a. Give me a uh, persuasion check. Sure. Um, persuasion. Bear with me. Mm -hmm. That's what the nature check was for. There's a bear here. <laughs> <laughs> 
of course. <laughs> there with me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Excellent. sorry. Um, left my... we ever have bears. Oh, yeah, that'd be perfect. That's a 15. Sorry, 15 persuasion? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's pretty good. So, yeah, so you mill, mill around, um, start having like idle chit chat with a couple of different people about the place. Um, outside one of the inns, uh, you can see someone in an apron um, kind of sweeping and mopping the front porch. Um, you find out it's a halfling woman that owns one of the inns here called Munda. Um, and she goes, oh, have you have you heard the story of the the spiraling lights on top of the spire? They're just, that's the whole reason why I bought this place and came out here. It's just so beautiful to look at. Only on some nights, though, can you, can you see two almost fireflies of different colors just bouncing back and over on top of the spire. It's really beautiful to see. Oh, that's very nice. Is there any kind of pattern to what the days it comes, or...? No, I, I can't say there is, but uh, people do say that it is two long-lost lovers uh, meeting and dancing uh, when the moon is full. So That's, That is a lovely story. Thank you. Isn't it beautiful? Hmm. Well, I, can, I can definitely see why you might want to just set up shop for a, a chance to catch it. Yeah, and... It does bring in a lot of good patrons. So there's people who come here all the time and there's people who flit in and out. So I, I hope to see you again. Probably can expect me, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much the, the biggest thing that, I to, that is like pointed out to you versus a few, um, still lots of just excitement about. Um, you can tell there's a lot of like nervous couples or nervous half of couples that are definitely planning a proposal. Um, and you probably see two proposals happen just as you're walking around. Um, very common spot from it. Wow, fair enough. I could message a lot of people in their minds and you know destroy or you know elate couples, but I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> just be like, he's not that into you. <laughs> but I won't. Do better. She'll fight the urge. Yes. Uh -huh. um, is there, can you go into it? Is it like, or is it like other places where it's kind of like the town is here and then it's walled off? It's walled off, but it's a lot, lot closer than the most things that you've ever seen, or most of you have ever seen. Some of you might have. Darby has probably driven by the spire before. Mm. Um, but there's a, it's, it's a lot, lot closer than a lot of these types of runes. It is fully visible. Um, for context, um, it is probably a 10-minute walk. Um, so you can, the base of it, you cannot see. It's kind of over a little crag and it's, a, it's, it's on a little rocky outcrop from this kind of marshy ground um mm -hmm. there is an old stone path that weaves up towards it that is mostly moss covered now and just barely make uh distinguishable as a path but it is very visible uh looking okay. up at this tower it's very close but not can, yeah definitely not get into it Right. Yeah. Like, when you make your way around to the barrier, you can see that there's this kind of like elevated tier system, almost like the uh, stand in a stadium mm. where people can like get up and like take pictures and look and stuff. Or like propose Paint. here, I guess. And, and yeah, propose here, and there's an arrow. 
<laughs> just one sign. Um, so there's, there's yeah, there's just this one like bored halfling teenager who's like holding people's bags as they like get into this perfect position and like you know have their little moment uh, in front of the perfect view of the spire before he hands them back their bags and on the next people in the queue to take their turn. I'm going to shoot a load of messages to anyone who's doing that and be like, tip the boy well, tip the boy well, tip the boy well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you see. this seems like a shit job. <laughs> you, see a, you see a couple of uh, confused people, but they like pull out a couple of copper or maybe a silver and, and pop it into his little tip, uh, little tip jar. <laughs> Um, so okay. basically what Gwen's trying to work out is that if she can get close enough to the tower so that she could like, you know, try and commune with Ayun Sahanin or something like that, or any, any of those kind of sh- hijinky shenanigans. Um, give me a religion check. Ooh. Religion? Yeah. Okay. Not the worst. 11 plus four. So 15. 15. 15 is pretty good. Um, the, there's, there is like a spiritual presence even here but it's a lot more focused on just kind of everyone's just infatuation and love um you can't don't think it's the most appropriate place to commune um without Mm. getting a little bit closer yeah so So you would have to get closer closer. cool um yeah i have a small question um like would this be barred off for public safety or is this more so for the safety of the tower itself a bit of both yeah so the this it is a protected ruin so um that's why it's probably it's it's actually like listed for the public to come see Mm. so it is protected um and you probably uh, ask those questions of dents and stuff so it is kind of semi-monitored um, on a schedule by members of Claude and Dents. Now, mm-hmm. there's no reports of anyone going into it, but the immediate area around it are monitored. All right. Um, and like, so just to make sure that nothing, you know, is in the immediate area that might, you know, impact uh, the public. Yeah. And then also, it's still, it's not like, not like barbed fences. Um, it's just like a viewing deck. Um, yeah, but like a lip. kind of just. Yeah, and there is some like sprinkle of Gizmo Rook Guard around. Um but no, all uh, all humanoid, not automaton guards, but in Gizmo Rook Garb um around just just as a you know precautionary monitoring. Right, okay. Okay. So I'm gonna I wanna sidle up to Ivar and be like, all right, so what do we think? Do we go in? Do we not? Uh I mean it looks in fairness, like getting in and out looks pretty easy. Just a matter yeah, of go around the back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe even just invisibility if we're worried. But um, yeah. um, part of me is almost a little bit worried about doing it now, as opposed to like maybe on our way back we can stop off, do an actual try at it, maybe at night or I don't know. Like, I suppose there's no downside to trying now. Yeah, like, I don't know. I just like you know, I guess. If they do want to talk to us, that'd be great. Maybe they could give us a bit of a boon about the clock tower and stuff. You know, like mm. Ayun is very like intellectually minded, so maybe it's the only reason. And also just if they could give us any clue about anything to do with, you know, what's been going on in Laurel Bank or anything, that'd be great. But you know, I think yeah, that's asking yeah. for a bit too much, sadly. 
Could be a, a, a Deus Ex Machina, if you will. Um, sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Gwen knows a lot, but she, yeah. I doubt she knows what that is. <laughs> it's a new play in different book. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess uh, Gwen will go over to the lads then if they're like doing whatever and just be like, all right, do you just want to come? Are you all right chilling here? What are you, what are you feeling? You're uh, breaking in. Of course we're breaking in. That's what we do. You know, I think Harvey could have like given us something that was like, uh, excuse me here, citizen. This is official business, blah, 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 blah. I'll do that anyway. I, mean, I don't need that. I can do that anyway. Yeah, but you think he would have, I mean. Would have been nice, yeah, but, you know. I guess he can't, like, fully endorse us yet. There's still, like, a bit of argy-bargy with, you know, the mines and all. Yeah. Yeah, unless... Yeah, like, pretty much. Uh, like, if only there was someone... There, actually, there's no one here who'd have authority to permit people visiting the tower itself. Uh, probably, best not to, probably not. Probably not. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's probably best to just try to go in then. Cool. Well, you know, maybe maybe the goddess of Ayun will bless you with like some info about the schematics and shiz you've been working on, Darby. That might be nice. Oh, come on, you guys aren't trying hard enough at all today. I mean, uh, okay, okay. Maybe you'll f make like remember we did see that um that circlet. From one of her champions, right? The 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 fireball circle. Who knows what you could pull off, like with your uh, mechanical mind, mechanical mindedness. You know, imagine like maybe a gun that can produce mimic fireball. Who knows? See now, either, are we setting a bad precedent with him by like trying to pull more some uh, every every possible occasion? Like, do we need to like save either, the good stuff? Do you remember? Yeah. That stage jewelry, that antique stage jewelry you found. Yeah, well, stage jewelry. That those are signet rings from Halflings. Oh, they? you found stage jewelry as well. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, we give them to Crossroads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Did you, well, you use them for your consideratorium? Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. You remember them? Yeah, I, I, I yeah. do. Mm. Wait, what's what's your what's your point? Yeah, what? <laughs> oh, I have to do the equals as well. Yeah, you you you're very vague. Do you remember when I first seen them? I said, "Gimme." You want a lot of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true, true. I did use them for my conspirator porn when you wanted them. Um, well, they're, it's it's only for now. Like, once we're all up and running, you can have them, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, great. Yes. Okay. Glad you didn't forget. Of course, of course. And it'd even be more valuable after the Consideratorium, you know? You know? Yeah. Look yeah. at them and be like, ooh, they're cool. Um, right, okay, so we go kind of do a skirt round through the little bit of cover there is, go in through the back, see what the crack is, and uh, yeah, bob's your teapot. Question. Yes. Uh, you found out about what's in here? Me? Yeah. No. No. No, I just asked about like the... Oh, yeah, I learned about the clock tower, right? Not this place, really. Ah, mm. so you were more interested in the important one. I get you, yeah. That's understandable. But, like, it has like little robots that could kill us, whereas this just seems like like a, a love doved tower, and I was just more open that like I'd just get to religiousify some information. What if there's love monsters in there? I don't know. If there's love monsters in here, they would have surely gotten out and like attacked people. You know? You know, I'm, uh... I'm a slayer, so it's fine. Hmm. We let's. I guess if we do have to, if we do come to blows, let's let's try to be quiet. 
if possible. You know, we're always possible. Yeah, we're always quiet. Yeah. Quiet. Yeah, the Darby, um, if possible. I'm working on a silencer. <laughs> You're working on one, but you don't have one, you know? No. So maybe just stab with the your sword or something. Yeah, yeah. Like I can, I can do um, operate like the same kind of. I could try the similar kind of thing I did against um, that one champion of um, the the Mistress of Ravens, where I kind of like down them and grab them, and we take turns stabbing them. You know. Oh, and Gwyn's spells are silent, are they? Yeah, most of them are quiet enough. They're not gunshots, anyway. <laughs> hmm. <Nah>. <laughs> okay. Break. <laughs> just I'm glad I'll just turn around. <laughs> good talk, good talk. <laughs> Ramsey bleats as if to say, so this is union architecture. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so you are deft now at um, finagling around board guards who never think anything's going to happen into parts of the planes. Um, you've scoped out this place enough that it is no problem for you to find an opening nice. to just hop around and make your way up around to the base of the tower. As you're making your way up, you can see that um, the base is actually fused, it's joined. It's a communal area before they kind of branch out like a tree that has been split into two trunks before they start weaving up and together. You see one door and several windows covering the base. Um, the, the door remains closed. Um, each of the, the doors have windows. Um, one half depicting um, one side of the moon and the other half depicting the other side of the moon. Um, as you approach, everybody, now it's not combat, I'm just, this is for something else. Oh. Roll initiative. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Okay. okay. I, I just, I, this is just like, who makes it to the door first, basically. I'm just going to leave it to die rolls. Got a four. <laughs> Uh, free. Oh my god. Oh, sorry, god. We're just Me and you were just so taken in by the size of the tower. We're just like, oh yeah, big tower. Uh, 12. Uh, 10. 10. Yeah, so maybe um, uh, Gwen and Ivar are actually like, you know, slowed their pace as they're actually like um, investigating and checking out this site that they're seeing. Um, Stefan probably keeps the same pace that he was going. But Darby, I think maybe because you're more like, let's just get in here and get out of the place <laughs> yep. as quickly as possible. You're like leading the charge in through the door. Um, you open the door and let it close behind you. Um, it just automatically swings closed. Um, and uh, you can still see him okay. through the glass. Um, but you can hear this uh, Darby as you were approaching, you can hear everyone else shit chattering and like speculating about what they might find in here. But as soon as that door closes behind you, you hear nothing. Hmm. Okay. okay. We can still Stefan, see him, right? You still see him? Okay. Yeah. Stefan, you open the door and the same thing, you get inside and the chit chattering of the two people behind you. Um just it's gone. Noise is just gone. All you can hear is yours and Darby's footsteps as you're now inside in these few moments. I try and open the door again. 
yeah, you can perfectly hear them again. They should chat oh, towards okay. you. You would have thought they like would have checked the windows or something. They just went straight in. Like, what if there was love monsters? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a bit of a potentially dangerous. Potentially, they're not screaming though, so it's but... supposed to be all right, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Gotta be. After you. <laughs> all right. And yeah, Gwen just gestures up the steps <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Honestly, so it's quite peaceful, Darby. <laughs> Yeah, I reckon yeah. I could use my gun in here and no one would hear it outside. That's not distressing at all. Yeah, so Gwen, Ivar, you push the door open um, in front of you or it's it's held open by uh, Stefan as you move in across the threshold into this um, large kind of greeting area. You can see um, it's quite temple in, in nature and design. Um, it's got many kind of pews and desks and idols to each of the gods you can tell that the room is almost it looks divided in the fact that each half is representing one of the two gods that this spire um, uh, worships but is also connected as parts of each of those two worlds and worships are married and mingled into each side of, of the room you see in front of you um two altars one to each of the of these goddesses and two large staircases behind um them one to the right curling up and one to the left curling up okay all seems good nothing jump in or coming out of a sarcophagus coffiny type thing and yeah swinging a mesa so that's good hmm. um i might just like you know try and have a bit of a chat in between the two altars or something if you just want to like check around for stuff yeah i'll have a look and jot down any text i think that might be like important to keep record of. love that and also just you know anything pickable up above for i don't know consideratorium mm. needs i guess absolutely you know it could be from your long lost grandmother or something and she was like real romantic and stuff and like yeah well into the union and stuff mm -hmm, mm -hmm. cool and then, yeah, Gwen's going to go up towards <laughs> the altars, I guess. Perfect, yeah. Everyone give me a perception check. Okay. Um, with, if you don't have dark vision, give me disadvantage. Dwarves have dark vision. It is, right. Yes. It is quite dim light, not quite darkness, but um, in the overcast day, there's very little natural light getting in, and there's no, no uh, light sources illuminated in here. Dirty 20. Mm -hmm. 17, even with disadvantage. Nice. <laughs> wow. I rolled another two. Um. <laughs> so four. <laughs> uh, 16 for me, and I've got the superior dark vision. I'm just oh. blinded by love, guys. Um, blinded by love. <laughs> you're just blinded by love. Um, perfect. So as Gwen, as you're walking up to the two altars, you don't... Um, eyes looking up, looking forward, not looking at the ground, not noticing. The rest of you see it just as Gwen is about <sighs> to walk into it. There is just, it's strange. It is most definitely a dead body. Oh. It looks like it died mere moments ago. Oh. Hmm. I fell out a death certificate. <laughs> you see the body of this halfling um, dressed in these green and blue robes 
um, just uh, flat on the ground. Their hair just covering their features, just face down in on the ground in front of the altar. Do, do I see it eventually? It like. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah. They pointed out. They like. <laughs> right, oh, right. oh, okay, body, body. Um, I guess she. I don't think Gwen wants to poke it necessarily, but she might mage hand it. So just like get her book to like, kind of, just give it a little nudge. Um, give me a. Uh, are you trying to figure out what's up? No, just I just do not want to do a classic like, "Are you alive, zombie?" Before you kind of go. Ah. <laughs> um, it doesn't go blah. Okay. Good. Blood check. It seems all right. Um, I think uh, my Stefan's first aid training would kick in, and he'd probably check the pulse <laughs> anyway. Give me a medicine check. So checking the pulse, there is no pulse, but give me a medicine check to see what else you can. Check. Can I give him advantage with the health action? Sure. I have proficiency <laughs> in medicine, so yeah, go baby, go. Do I just roll twice? Or... Yeah, advantage. Yeah, yeah, take advantage. Cool. Uh. Is that a 13? It is. 13. So yeah, with a 13, this body is definitely lifeless. Um, but it's weird. It's not cold. Oh. It's definitely not body temperature, but it hasn't got, it hasn't, it's not mirroring the coldness of the rest of this stone building that is around you. It's the mm. innate coldness of, of a building that's not been lived in for centuries. Am I able to identify how they died? Or? You can find no marks of um, wounds, no grievous injuries. This, they, they weren't in a battle. Um, you can find no um, signs of their physiology failing them. Um, you can see no signs of a heart attack or long illness. Um, it just appears like this person was standing and then wasn't. It Here's a question for a very niche kind of potentially. I probably can't know this, but um, looking, <laughs> at their, looking at their outfit, like, is it contemporary fashion or is that like, oh, that Hofflings wore that fifty years ago, a hundred years ago? Excellent question. You know, excellent question. Give me a history check. Sure. Oh, oh dear. I, I Ivor knows nothing about Halfling fashion. Aww. He's got an eight. Eight. That was a question. I'm just going to give you advantage because I love the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, cheers. Sometimes you're just like, get a good roll. <laughs> I appreciate that. 13, better. 13, that's the number of the day. Yeah, with a 13, it's enough to um, distinguish that um, this person's clothing is also uh, untarnished, barring the few scuff marks of their impact with the ground. This is definitely not anything in your knowledge that mm -hmm. a modern um, follower or priest or priestess of Sehanin or Ayun would wear. This is old clothes. Okay. Okay. Can, can hmm. I, maybe this is a waste, but can I cast like cure wounds on it, on the body? Just, I don't know. A bit weird. Just before she does that, I'm just like, yeah, the the body's been dead, but it's a recent oh death. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Try something. See, I'll do level. 
if you were. Yeah, I'll I'll give uh, Kiruns. Kiruns level one. Yeah, I go. Um, so using the snap of Saint or the wand of Saint mm -hmm. Julius, you pump a cure wounds level one into this body. Yeah. The golden light of Pelor flows over them briefly, but it takes no purchase. At that moment, a small spectral figure matching dimensions of the person on the ground comes down the stairs on the left-hand side, the Sahanin side. And it's just gently floating, as if taking a step by step coming down the stairs, one hand on the banister, not taking any notice of you, but just slowly descending. Uh, like a shadow, is that what you said? A dead ghost. Okay. A spirit. Um, hello? You all right? Don't. Don't trip. Yeah, don't no die again. No response. It just keeps descending. Descending, going down. Coming down, yes. It's coming down towards you from the upper floor. It's only one half. It's not like there's a second version of them from the other steps. No, it, no, it's a full, it's a half length. Or half, or no, I didn't say half length. Oh. Is it coming from one half of the... Mm. Tower. No, no, I know. Yeah, no, you um, didn't say there was half yeah, yeah. a person. No, no, I'm just trying to be like, is there, you know, oh, you're, half of them or something? Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it is. It looks like a spectral version of the body in the ground in front of you. Um, what color is it? It's a translucenty blue. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Does it hmm. spark any particular memory in Stefan of particular? Intelligent, wild, etc. Threats from Puzzle <laughs> Jump. Give me a dimwit rose. <laughs> uh, that would be any intelligent base roll. You think whatever you want. Uh, I think they're all the same. Nature. <laughs> yeah, or bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. Actually, bureaucracy is a good chip. Yeah. That it. Never mind. It's Eleven. Eleven. No, it's far. It, it 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 matches descriptions of ghosts, spirits, specters. Um, it it is some. It's definitely some sort of um undead spirit. Um, which type you don't know. They manifest in many different ways, but often they just appear as regular spiritual spirited humanoids. And can did you figure out? I, I, I believe that's an undead spirit. It's, it's giving those vibes anyway, yeah. Um, can Gwen do like a, a sketch check to see if it like seems evil <laughs> or wants to do us harm? <laughs> to get like the vibe of this yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm can I have a vibe? Yeah, I want a vibe check. You know, if see if it's Phil Blaggins, you know, bad Phil or good yeah. Phil, you know? Uh, Phil oh, Blaggins. No. The Phil Blaggins um, scale from one to seven. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going up. So that's a uh, nine plus insight five, 14. 14. Okay, that's one more than yeah. 13. Um, <laughs> um, you can't discern any intention of this entity. They eventually alight on the ground floor and they just make their way over to um, one of these small tables um, to the side and begin as if they begin this almost pre-programmed ritual 
um, where they seem to be like setting something up on the table. You see now that they're like take almost mime like taking things out of a basket in one arm and placing it on the table, but nothing is moving, nothing is appearing on the table. Yeah. And then they they move around and you know like make a motion of like flattening the cloth and placing things neatly. Um, before they start to reassend the stairs. Oh, and is it, all right. Maybe it's like their last memory or something. Like they're just doing what they did before they died or something. Something. Mm. You no. Know? Possibly, yeah. I'm just okay. Well, it's not doing nothing to us, so I'm just gonna sit down here beside the body. Can someone just watch it, just in case, while I have my eyes closed, and just I'm gonna yeah, just yeah. Guess what? Huh? Guess what? in case it like I don't know starts getting grabby or handsy, you know. Sure. Just one of you. You, you can right. do whatever you want. You can go dawdling. No, don't poke the thing. Maybe don't don't annoy the shadowy ghost thing. Oh yeah, of course, of course not. Um... <laughs> so yeah, she. I guess she'll do it here beside the body. I don't know. It's like a living kind of conduit of of the gods, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Yeah. What's Gwen attempting? Um, I think she just wants to do a little sit and just see if she can kind of get the the chats going like we did with Avandra long ago. <laughs> No. Let's get the let's let's slide into those DMs. See if they're on MSN. Yeah. Um, so I'll uh, take out our friendship bracelets, uh, which will be something else later, uh, and just have the yeah the, with the with the two kind of stones and stuff, and have them maybe in my hands and use that as the thing that I'm kind of conduiting with. Or if there's something else that looks a bit more uniony that I could grab quickly, <laughs> I'll do that either. There is definitely a lot more. Uh, figurines and altar pieces that are a lot more connected to these two gods than a bracelet you found in a Hey, you know, I didn't want to assume, you know? Not not dissing the bracelets, they're cute, but <laughs> the, the, the items in the the items in the yeah, room. In the, in the temple to the people <laughs> probably do. Yeah, no, no, no. You know, I just you know, just um the, the bracelets are for something else, but I was just never know. Just, you know, encrypted trust. Um so yeah, I might go and grab something. I don't want to go near the ghost thing. I'll if it, there's something like before him, I'll take one of those instead, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can pick up two um you can pick up one um chalice from one um with on each um, along the edge of the chalice is all the faces of the moon. Pretty sure this is um, something to do with um, uh, Sehnin. Um, while on the other, you pick up this um, amulet um, that is kind of just um, it's used. Um, well, it's not so much an amulet as like a chained bookmark. Oh. This old book um, uh, ending in the Eye of Ayun. Um, this kind of purple eye with these silver um, lines coming out of it. Uh, looking at the book, as soon as you like lift this um, this uh, bookmark out of it, the book is beginning is is crumbling. There's nothing in the book that you can read. Right. But taking these two items together, um, give me a religion check. Oh, um, religion. Better, better. It's a 13 on the dice, and it's a plus. Hey! Uh, religion is plus four for me, so 17. So 17. So yeah, Gwen and a lot of other of you have chatted to gods before. <laughs> some directly, some indirectly. Some have just said you up in your heads. Um, <laughs> uh, and Gwen is pretty 
not expert at this as she's not a cleric, but as close as you can get to this without being someone devout. Um, you believe you're doing everything right to try and make a connection. You're in a very charged area to both of these entities, mm. these goddesses. There is something severely blocking any communication to God. Oh, really? Interesting. Guys, um, it feels mm. like there's a bit of a block, and I don't mean that as in like an excuse to say that it's not working for me, but like I, I, I do feel something, and the feeling is the block, if that makes sense. Yeah, you get the engaged tone. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, hate that noise. Oh. Try pull out Shepherd's Warning and try to channel to my bestie. Just see if it oh, works. Nice. Yeah, good shout. No, uh, it does not, unfortunately. Uh, hmm. Then I'll just take a quick inventory on what's on the body's pockets and that. <laughs> and yeah, not a whole lot. Just some small personal items, a holy symbol, um, some dried up raisins. Raisins. <laughs> Love it. I hope they're raisins. Um. <laughs> Rabbit hole. I offered them to Ramsey. <laughs> Probably shouldn't. This is the dead man's contents. Anyway, go on. He, Ramsey eats them. He goes, mm, they're raisins. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, I'll give uh, my... I'll try one then. It's, uh, a, it's, a, it's a raisin. It is as if it was left in that pocket this morning. And then I suppose I'll hand the holy symbol to Gwen to identify. Um, sure. Yeah, it is the holy symbol of of Seheni. Oh, cool. It's pretty, pretty, pretty clear to tell with the room that you're in. Seheni's like, you know, if you was to say one of them was the fun one of the couple, he's like, you know, a dish. He's like the funner one. Not in, to say that, she's the fun. Yeah. Say Ayun is not yeah, fun, yeah, but yeah. you just it's more like organized fun versus like ooh spontaneous. Let's go party or something you know yes like yeah, harvest yeah. fun reproduction fun drinking fun what are we talking about here um All of yeah ma- magical um, yeah um, Senin is like Senin would come home from work and be like let's go to vegas while ayun is like here is my hour by hour itinerary for our week in blah um that's kind of the split fun wise um can i do detect magic um please Absolutely. Cast detect magic. Um, this room is just a little bit more. It's kind of ovular shape, but it's it's a little bit more than thirty feet in uh, in radius. But making your way oh, around sorry. very gently. I have gently, to do the ritual version of it if that makes any difference. Sorry, my bad. Sure. Yeah, you can spend ten Jeez. minutes. Thank you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you can cast it as a ritual. That's no problem. So it's all the same. So moving along, you get the small flecks of uh, divinity in just each of the areas you're able to pick out divine power in it very diminished um going around the very very outside of these walls has a very large abjuration um and uh abjuration barrier oh along each of the outside of the walls. Um, very, very potent abjuration barrier. Um, body also goes with a very similar type of abjuration, um, as well as 
um, a straw, like a tinge of necromancy, but not like I'm not not necro necromancy isn't always just yeah. um, let's raise zombies. It is the um, necromancy is the energy of balancing life and death. So there's this like well of abjuration with flecks of necromancy over the body. Um, that's what you see immediately around you. It feels like there's like a protection on the walls, but maybe it's like just so that no one's peeping on who's getting married, if that makes sense. That was like what came to me when I was thinking about it, but like, you know, I don't know if that's oh, right. What? Any chance could be what's blocking out the gods? Do I think that's what's blocking out the gods? You mean Arcana check? The advantage. Ooh! Big dice. As Ivor is, as Ivor is helping you with this. Terrible. Uh, a four and a five, um, but uh, my arcana is oh, no. seven, so that's twelve. <laughs> no, okay, we're twelve. Um, this barrier, this arcane ward, is definitely a lot more powerful than just keeping area this area private. Um, it's definitely possible that I could be, could be keeping things out. Mm. Um, it could also be keeping things in. Oh, <laughs> mm, that one. Um, okay, cool. Well, uh, do we do we think it's silence related or? I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell. It's definitely weird, like and strong. You know, like it's not. Um, if I like, if I look around, there's no like, there's no. It's not coming from anything. There's no like scripture. The you can see that the ward is kind of. Um, there's no like arcane script or anything that is 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 telling of a spell or an incantation or anything mm. that you can see in this immediate area, but you can tell that the like um, the ward and barrier around the outside of the building is almost like flowing down oh. as as if something from above is casting the spell continuously downwards, right. replenishing the ward. Okay. okay. So it looks like it's coming from up above in terms of like the magic he's like sliding down. It's kind of like a fountain effect, you know? Yeah, yeah. So uh, if we can head up top, we can maybe get a better idea of what this ward is and its purpose. Yeah, right? let's maybe avoid the stairs that the other one was on and go on the Ayun stairs, I think. Just, sure. you know. You know that awkward thing where you meet someone on the stairs. You know, yeah, I think it's, I think it's for the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he seems in good spirits. That was terrible for good, but terrible for good. I'm working on my comedy routine. Yes, let's take the iron. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't quit your day job, or actually do. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, making your way up the Ion stairs, uh, Stefan uh, entertains a life in comedy. Um, you make your way up to um, the next level. Again, you're now in a more um, a inner tower, um, as you've now reached into the Ion branch of the Union Spire. So. As you're moving up this large staircase, it quickly um, proceeds into a much more smaller kind of library area. And you can see going up from this in a weird offset angle of turns, not like your typical tower where every floor is just directly above the next, but stairs go along the outside 
of this um, branching, moving, uh, or weirdly shaped, not, it's not moving, that's the name, misspoke, um, weirdly shaped tower um, with kind of balconies almost set along this elongated twisting staircase where you can see, um, looking up, you can see like areas that are just books and reading nooks, others that are little alchemy labs. And you can see a lot of um, magical crystals, maybe for enchanting. Um, and every so often you see a door leading out to the other direction. You assume these are the bridges that lead across to the other side of the Union Tower. Oh. You also see dotted along at each level, making your way up and up and up this side of Union Tower. Multiple, multiple, multiple spirits. Oh. And they're in the rooms doing stuff like hey. They seem to be doing something very similar to the one you encountered downstairs. Can I get everybody to make me a perception? Okay. Let's just keep not touching them and they won't touch us, hopefully. <laughs> Mind their corpses. Is this still at disadvantage or yes, yeah. So the light is still quite dim. They are um, giving off this gentle, like purplish hue glow. So each of them are illuminated and what they're doing, but they're not giving off enough light to, you know, to make things bright. Mm -hmm. uh, I got a 16, 14 plus two. 17. 12. I got a natural 20. Ooh! Ooh. Which is yes. kind of crazy because my perception is mad anyway because I can, uh, no it's my initiative I can add the I can add my proficiency to now yes yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not perception it's just yeah still but your elven yeah your mm. elven eyes and senses um are tuned in in this moment and helped by your dark vision you can see um many of these spirits um acting very similar to the one you saw below going about um, what seems to be normal tasks. Um, you see one grabbing at um, different books on a shelf and moving across to another shelf or a table and placing them down. But this is what they're mimicking at. They're not actually moving anything. You can also see along with these spirits, there is an equal number of bodies. There is bodies. in the exact same state as the one you saw below. Um, just dotted about, some slumped in chairs, some crumpled on top of each other, some um, just fallen where they were standing. All look as recent as the former body? Yes, yeah, yeah. Do you wonder if like, the abjuration mm -hmm. is also like just keeping the bodies kind of fresh or something? I know that sounds a bit morbid, but like, you know, it's weird, isn't it? Well, we noticed something similar in the very first ruin, the one we went to, the, the one with mm. Phil. Yeah, we? stuff was fresher than it should have been in some places. Hmm. So maybe um, this was kind of a, like a very common kind of magic. Well, and also, like, actually, this place is like, you know, people come here and get married still. Like, you know, there's like, still like holy energy or like, you know, devotion to it kind of as well, right? Perhaps. So that's, that could be it. Darby, with a natural 20, you also see a little more. <gasps> Not all of the spirits are following a monotonous uh, routine ritual. There are some 
that look more erratic, that are doing things you wouldn't expect a typical person in a library or a lab to be doing in any age of Dumeria. Um, they're moving erratically. They're not sticking to the, the floors or the stairs, or they're not sitting on chairs. They're just moving, bouncing around in space. And you can, amongst the miasma of the many, many different uh, spirits doing a normal thing, if normal is the right word, you can pick out two of these um, spirits, erratic, unchecked from the rest of them. Two. Two. Okay. Uh, two of our ghosty pals are a bit more... Mm, they're not following a kind of a set route. And they're kind of acting a bit crazy. Oh. You do that in a library, you get kicked out. Yeah. Maybe they're... Can ghost... Well, I was going to say, can ghosts get sick? But that's probably kind of a, a silly thing to ask. Uh, do they... Maybe the magic is wearing off on them? Maybe. Um, David, do they look any different? Like, do they look older or younger or like, I don't know, any other things on them? Gary, do they look any different? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was me being Boys like, I didn't guy. want to just be like, can I see <laughs> yeah. if they look different? It should be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> should be Toby. Um, for the most part, from what you can tell uh, physically, in quotation marks, yeah. they look the same. Um, uh, but from their mannerisms, um, uh, and the little piece of information you got from uh, Stefan earlier about spirits. Um, these seem to be, spirits seem to be clung to a different thing within this space. Oh. All the other spirits here seem to be clung to maybe what they did in life, but these are clung to a different emotion. Um, for whatever reason. They're not Sahanin ones on this side of the tower, right? They're still all Ayuni ones. You can see, yeah, all Ayun. Interesting. What if, what if, and I'm, this is just a, a like shot in the dark here, what if these two died uh, as a consequence of violent means? What if this juttering about is them fighting for their lives? Yeah, sure. Oh. Like, I mean... Um, yeah. yeah, they they yeah exactly like they were killed or something like the rest of them all seem to die in their sleep or just like chilling you know so, but like maybe they were fighting or something and they're like a bit you know or on edge. Mm. Uh, I think we should avoid them anyway. I, I don't think we should really go into any of these nooks as much as I'd love to steal some shit. <laughs> um, I think we should just maybe keep going to the top and just see first. Yeah, yeah. After we get something... to sorry, sorry, hmm? Ivor. Do you think there's something affecting them? I mean, what I'm thinking of is, um, remember the this is like Sehanine's place, right? Well, yeah. the other half, yeah. Yeah, it's like the holy symbol is like the moon thingy. Yeah. Do you remember the creepy amulet? Oh yeah, the the sideways moon. Yeah, I'm not blaming him now or Anthem, but you know. Oh yeah, sideways moon boy. Yeah, was, could that was Curly on the arch heart. Oh, it was the arch heart. Ah, so it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, so it's not Sanine. So yeah, Curleone's uh, symbol is two crescent moons um, kind of back-to-back -back, um, with like a purple... It's actually very similar in, in, in imagery to these two. Um, uh, but it is different. And normally Curleone's is um, orientating so that the 
symbols are horizontal, but his was orientating, so the symbols were vertical. Okay. And he's like a, he's like a more of an elvishy kind of uh, god, isn't he? Yeah, the, 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 he's the father of the elves. Yeah. So um, well, Sehanin and uh, Ayun are the um, are the mothers of the gnomes. Are these these are are these halflings or gnomes or mixed spirits? Predominantly rock gnomes, yes. Okay. But there is a small mix of other races. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot where you're going with that though, Dobbs. That's 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 good. Like you know, an interesting perspective to think about. Um, yeah, could be sp- spiritual sabotage. Um, well, yeah, maybe for a different god, mm. but could be spiritual sabotage here. As well, I yeah, I still think we shouldn't touch him, and still maybe see what's up at the top. But like, it could be just something like something that was cast in it. Like it could be like an object. Like imagine something like that powerful casting like a big shield thing. You know, mm. gotta watch out for it. Yeah, like it, like be able to connect better up top as well. You know, better signal. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the thing. Be outside. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like a. Uh... Last thing I want to do is I I don't want to like speaking personally I don't want to risk damaging the wards and letting all these ghosts out. Oh, gods in the crowds yeah. of people. Yeah, yeah. I also yeah. don't have to like, fight them on our way back down. So like I'd like to just maybe like look and not touch. Maybe I know that's very against my normal nature, but like I think yeah, it's important mm, to yeah mm, you know respect. Um, just repeating that. their last few moments. What makes you think they'd? go outside of that the only thing is i don't want to risk experimenting with it just yet yeah like maybe yeah yeah like maybe when we see what's making the wards and maybe if we can find out what's animating them and learn more about that we can learn oh this is safe or mm. oh this is very dangerous we need to get out of here now <laughs> we're going to die in five minutes <laughs> you know, you know we'll, we'll, as soon as we get up top we'll know what the next course of action right now we're in the information gathering stage you have a lovely way with words. Thank you. Stefan's going to pull out the guide he's been working on and realize how dark it is and then remember he has a bloody gem of brightness. So switch <laughs> that on and then write a segment on what to do if you meet ghosts. Oh, that's... As they continue walking up. The gem, of course. Great. Nice. <laughs> right, so... so you're casting light, just. Yeah, just the first command, brightly. Uh, well, Thirty shed, <laughs> shed bright light in a thirty foot radius, and a dim light for an additional thirty. Obviously, yeah, this yeah. is just for me and Ramsey, but like, yeah. oh yeah, and helps everybody else. It, it you know it discerns colors and details mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, <laughs> so yeah, make your way up, avoiding the spirits. Yeah, until you reach the top. Yes, so make your way up these gently, um, uh, inclining and. Uh, slightly spiraling staircases as you reach each new um, uh, landing. Um, You can see in different off wings of the tower, more of the same. As you go up, you see some, you know, um, bed chambers, some kitchenettes, you know, just everything and and some libraries, everything you would need to to live a life as a scholar in this space. Um, Moving up gently, making sure to avoid touching, disturbing anyone. Uh, you can make your way, what seems like maybe 10, 12 stories up. 
um, before you, you if this begin the it begins to change the structure begins to change. Um, you can see now as you're reaching the top that they are about the two branches are about to conjoin again. Um, uh, making your way into this conjoined larger space, very similar in dimension and diameter to the foyer and the ground floor below, but a much different um, purpose for this space. Um, not a temple at all, but what looks like more of a common room. Um, the pews have been replaced with sofas and benches. Um, these stone tables and altars have been replaced with tables full of chess and checkers and games. There is um, large sconces unlit, um, fireplaces um, unattended to, uh, burnt out. Um, but fortunately, it has the largest density of bodies, all in the same stasis of death, but not decay. There's one other fairly obvious thing that you can see from here. Towards the opposite end from where you enter, just to the left of you, you see a second staircase leading up. You assume, mm -hmm. and correctly so, that this is the Sahanin side, down which you would have seen pretty much the same thing, but mirrored. Um, the opposite end blocking uh, the path to the final large staircase moving up is this amorphous <gasps> figure. You don't see any people here milling about. You might have expected them to be, you see two spirits playing checkers or a person putting new logs in the fire or someone having a meal over in the corner. You don't see any of that. Instead, this amorphous shape is a culmination and a miasma <sighs> of all of the spirits here into one hulking form as it uses these pseudopod-like arms to drag itself slowly around the room. Um, you don't hear it make any noise, um, but every time one of these slam, one of these arms slam to the ground, you can actually feel it as if it was real. There's a gentle shake to the ground in this room. Okay. Um, does it seem immediately aware of our presence here? Um, not immediately, but it will soon. And that is Gary giving you a little um, <laughs> heads up. Duck, ducking behind a sofa. Definitely just getting behind some shit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Stefan. Yeah, similarly. Stefan, do you know anything about big uh, spirit blobs? Well, let me tell you about spirit blobs. <laughs> <laughs> With a 14. 14. Ooh, um, this must be one of the ways that spirits can manifest, I guess. Great, yep. So this is one of the many ways that spirits can like portray themselves in our world and interact with it. See, I loved that. That was calming. The way the way um, Billy said that was calming. Your way, Gary, was not. Just you know, just FYI, just <laughs> um, Well, well, office uh, manuscripts always say to 
lull people into a false sense of security during dangerous situations. I really didn't need that that portion. Um, mm. But okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> St St Stefano, the the important question I have right now: Can you charm it? Uh, 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 I don't know. I haven't tried to charm anything in a while, but uh, no, I guess no, I could no, give it a go. No. I mean, magically, magically, magically. <laughs> um. um Hey there, big boy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey there, you blob you. You've never looked so blobby. Um, I know um, most people just look right through you, but I see you. I see you. <laughs> uh, um, if, if I look around, is there, can I see, like, I can't see the thing that's creating the, the abjuration, can I? Um, Give me a perception check. Actually, everybody first, give me stealth checks. Oh no. <laughs> Sure, sure. Oh, um, that's a four. I got a 17. <laughs> we usually make Ramsey do these as well, don't we? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's like a tiebreaker. Just to see, he's, he's an odd number, so he obviously yeah. breaks ties. Sorry, Darby. Eight. Eight? <gasps> really was hoping. That's I got a four, Ramsey got a six. Oh. What, is it, what did I get? 23. 23. So what do we have? A 23? 17. Mm -hmm. 17. A 4 and sorry, Ramsey gets extra, so 8. 8. And, and a 8. Okay. So the, you whispering and, and trying to like decipher what is going on, you can he feel two thuds. Right one after each other that feel a little bit closer. You feel the thuds start to pick up speed. You have just a moment before they find you. Okay, um, I'd like to stand up. Ivor's grabbing hold of his whip, and on the whip is a rune kind of inscribed on it. And he's going to try his luck and activate the stone rune on it, Ooh. forcing it to make a wisdom save. And if it fails, it'll be char. It'll be charmed. And lulled in a stupor, and it'll be incapacitated, and have a speed of zero. Ah, okay, okay, okay. I see, I see, I see. Um, so this is a charm effect, right? Charm effect, yeah. You, how, how does it look like um, as you're like, you know, extending this new uh, stone rune power out and using your whip? Okay, so like the whip. Doesn't see, like it almost moves in a very kind of mechanical manner. It kind of sh twists and contorts into this, the like the very same symbol kind of etched on it for a moment very before cool. going limp. But from the creature's perspective, if it's effective, that is, um, like it would still need to roll like the wisdom save. Uh, but uh, if it's effective, it'll kind of like for it kind of how do I put this? It kind of everything kind of blurs for it. And it, as it just kind of like almost kind of becomes unconscious while conscious at the same time. Yes. Yeah. I I I get you. I get you. I get you. Um. That sounds very cool. So this thing is immune to being charmed. Oh. Fortunately, but as you stand up, Ivar, and you attempt to charm this creature, the fortunate thing is is that you're not charming one creature oh 
you there is one spirit in this miasma that kind of makes its way to the front um, and you see this gnomish uh, face and it looks at you in complete awe as if it is charmed but every other spirit around us is still charging towards you oh no it's like oh. it is multi things shit okay and everybody run it <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 it was it was a worth a go. It was great. I was, was I was literally yeah, like, okay, I, if this doesn't work, but it just, it's because because of the saving throw, I'll, I have a scroll that can do something, and then yeah. yeah. Uh, eighteen. Nice. Seven. Thirteen. Thirteen was it? Yeah. Uh, I got a thirteen as well. Eleven plus two. It's all thirteens. Thirteen. Yeah, it is. That is the number. Um, first up in the initiative is Stefan. So now, as you are beginning um, this um, encounter with this creature, and as it is lumbering towards you at quite some speed, covering the short distance of this room quite quickly. Again, lay of the land. The room is about, it's an ovular shape, but it is pretty much 60 feet in diameter at its longest and 50 feet at its shortest um, in this oval. Two sets of staircases behind you. The other side of the room, there's one set of staircase leading up. Um, between the sofas, tables, chairs, bodies, the ground is 100% difficult terrain. Um, if you attempt mm -hmm. to go at a normal pace, you have to do an acrobatics check, and failing it will make you go prone. Okay. And if you go faster, you're fine? If you succeed the acrobatics check, yeah, you will yeah. run your normal speed. But you can choose to go at half speed and not have to make the check, but you're only going at half speed. Um, so currently this creature is probably um, 50 feet away from you and you can see it now it's stopped um, it's it's like burst towards you and these pseudopod like arms are now stretching out and continue to Mr. Armstrong themselves towards you oh. um, with some grabby hands so I would say Stefan seeing uh, Ivar try and charm it and then being like, that's what he meant. Uh, and being frustrated, doesn't remember more about Spectrobobs. Uh, blobs. <laughs> Spectrobobs. Spectrobobs. <laughs> uh, we'll go into a rage. Yeah, yes. That's uh, fitting. Okay. <laughs> um, I know it's a ghost, but I feel like I can't do much else, so I will try and hit it. So <laughs> pull out Shepherd's Warning. Use instinctive pounce to allow me to, as part of my bonus action, you take down to your rage. You can move up to half your speed. Um, okay. And then just charge at the thing with Charger. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh, yes, using all your things. Okay, so it's still, I'll yeah. still need a acrobatics check. Do you though? Um. <laughs> I do. This is all very cool, but you can still fall on your face, which is funny. That is. Oh, never mind. That is a dirty twenty. Dirty oh. twenty. Absolutely no problem. So I almost said like a gazelle, but that's totally incorrect. Like a goat. Yes. You, <laughs> <laughs> you seamlessly find the exact footfalls that you need without trudging on anyone without hitting any tables and you go straight for this thing so yeah you make it with dash action all of that and you get one attack at the end with your charger feet right 
Uh, yes. Yeah, perfect. If you move at least 10 feet in straight line, you gain, you either gain a plus five bonus to the damage roll or push the target 10 feet, but I'll just go for damage. Uh, cool. And we'll do a reckless attack, because, you know, why not? Why not? Uh, yeah. So, your, gem, your gem of brightness is going with you, I assume? It's carried on you? Yeah, I probably have it in a... Let's say I've put a, a chain on it or something to hang around my neck. Perfect, uh, yeah, awesome. So it'll attract more attention to me, but that is my job. <laughs> <laughs> we love you for it. <laughs> Sorry, so that's a 17 to hit. That will hit. And then 2d6 plus 3 plus 5. Do you get a special effect from your charge, or is that the, the plus 5? That's the plus 5, yeah. Plus 5. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I think Reckless Attack just gives me advantage. Advantage, but, yeah. yeah. So that's 14 damage. Ouchies. Mm -hmm, get it. Um, You charge straight into this, and it... it um, even though there was no noise made by this thing's uh, movement, you still felt um, it moving across the room. And similarly, you can feel a connection as if with flesh as you ram into this thing. Um, it head kind of spails back um, in, as it takes this blow, but the arms still continue to reach out um, to your companions behind you. Uh, then I'll use a wild mother's insight. Oh. And uh, yeah. Uh, and get its damage, immunity, resistances, or vulnerabilities. Oh, I forgot how fucking powerful I made Um you get all of those? Yes. Oh, I did make it that way. What was the three things again? It was So damage, immunity, resistances, or vulnerabilities. Uh two is That's conditions, one. immunities, or resistances. And then okay. the final one is creatures type. I'm going to guess okay. it's like ghost or spectral, though. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure it's one of those types. It's a ghost type Pokemon. Um, um, it is resistant to weapon damage when it's in dim light or darkness. Um, so bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Um, and it is vulnerable to radiant damage. Oh, baby. Oh. I have something that does radiate. Yes. Okay, that'll be for next turn. Um, oh, and because of my light, it's not in dim. Excellent. I repeat that back to the lads <laughs> and Gwen. Uh, Gwen's a lad. It's fine. Uh, lad is that's, that's, <laughs> that's specifically why I asked you. Uh, <laughs> Do you have yeah. a gem of brightness with you? <laughs> Remember that thing you just remembered two minutes ago? Hey, uh, hey man. Super good, baby. Love we love to see it. So, uh, sorry, I'm taking longest turn. Uh, I get two attacks per action. That's not negated by charger, or that is it? It is. It, charger okay, that's is use you on attack and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bop, 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 baby bell. Uh, excellent. Darby and Gwen, who wants to go? Uh, it's mine. Ah, ladies first. Okay, dokey. Um, so yeah, it's it, we just have to be move at half speed to not fall over. Cool. So uh, yeah, she'll do like a fifteen shimmy like around the kind of the curve of the semicircle, I guess, or the circle that we're in. Sure. And yeah, try and get her around to a side that um, Stefan isn't at, so like further away from Stefan a little bit. 
Yep, no problem. Cool. You're gonna work your way towards the uh, Sahinine side as you're kind of approaching behind the stairs there. And uh, so yeah, um, after hearing that Radiant Damage is in in fashion right now, uh, Gwen will she's gonna like um, you know uh, like when uh, like an artificer or something has those little magnifying glasses and it's like you know three little things in a row. Oh yes, yeah. yeah what three little lenses? Yeah. So what she's going to do is do something similar with the wand, the chalice, and the bookmark. So she's going to like use the use the three of them and like focus her spell through them to make it radiant damage. So she's going to do her her feature to switch damage type, nice. and she's going to cast fireball through the ritual items and hoping that like maybe this will wake up the spirits or make them not be sad or like you know remember their you know Ayuni Sahinini roots. <laughs> I'm basically just flavoring my fire, my fireball to get ritualized and all cute and radianty. Okay, uh, that is very cool. Yeah. Um, but there's almost no way you can cast fireball without hitting them. Even if I just like do it on half of the body or something, if I if I just do it the other half of the room, like it just needs only a bit um, of it needs to get up. Uh, I'm yeah. They're still it's still quite confined in the area where they are. So like putting the focus. 20 feet away from them would be outside the building. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, But it can go through there's... the wall, surely. Surely I can get just like the opposite side of where it is just to get it a little bit like, you know? But the, if you put the epicenter 20 feet away from it, it'll be outside. Uh, what about the, how tall is it in here? Uh, look, it's a, just a, a room, 8 feet tall. Okay. Feet. At the very least, um, Stefan does have his danger sense, right? No, 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 no. I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't hit him. I can, I can do, instead I can just do Her. scorching rays. No, 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 I can do scorching rays, but do the same thing. So instead of it being, <laughs> oh, <hit me. laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, I'm not listening to that. Fuck her to say that I use all the time. Um, yeah, I'll just cast a level three scorching rays. He does, it does have advantage and resistance to all damage. So no, there's no need to hit him. Like, I don't have to. Um, so, you yeah, know, I'll just do scorching ray. Well, that was cool. I feel bad now, but anyway. Okay, you have to do uh. what you gotta do. So, yeah, I'll just catch scorching ray at third <laughs> level instead. So, it's still um, kind of flavored the same. A fair bit of damage. And yeah, instead, I will just have the one do one. I'll cast one through the bookmark and I'll cast one through the chalice. So, there's still three things and I still get to kind of make it kind of cool and radianty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you get you get four rays at third. Level. Oh, four, and then the fourth one, I will just uh, <laughs> whip out another chalice of Moradin. Why not? <laughs> four gods are better than three, right? Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so this is plus seven to these rolls. Just juggling at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so the pages go up as normal with, with, with that you see with scorching ray, but instead the um like the holy items are kind of in front of them and they're like yeah done gone through them like a magnifying glass or whatever um right so yeah all four of them at him okay not the worst not the worst so an 18 and 19 a 23 and uh, an 11 sadly for one of them the 11 grace so that's three perfect um so 2d6 per ray right Yes. Okay, so that's ooh, so sixty-six. Double. Oh, because he's vulnerable to it. Oh my god, I'm doing twelve d six damage. Oh my god, crazy. Jesus. Now you're just doubling the sixty-six. Okay, sorry. Uh, okay. Eh, 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 eh. so that's nine, ten, eleven for the first four, and then two more, right? Yeah. 
plus another six. So 17 altogether. 34 damage. Ouch. So yes, these four blasts all hit into the central form of this entity. Um, one seems to glance off it while the others uh, burst into it. And now you can see from your slightly different vantage point, Gwen, as damage is being done to this thing, spirits fly out from it, um, leaving the collection and just kind of fall back beyond um, before those spirits begin to just seemingly go back into whatever pattern they were in before. Um, oh. Cool. Uh, Gwen just says, uh, it, it's good. It's good. I think the spirit slot, a chill afterwards. And then, yeah, <laughs> just shrugs. <laughs> Darby, you're up. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a shot at it. I will make it a... I'll make it a sharpshooter shot. Go for it. 17 to hit. I will hit. Um, okay, so dice. All right, my dice is stuck. <laughs> stuck? It, oh, and in, in, in the little... I was in its um, case. Oh, in its case. Ten, that's 23. Oh, ouchies. Nice. And again, this thing is not in dim light or darkness. God damn. Uh, God damn your spells. And Come on, like gems. Shiny uh, rocks. Um, nice. Excellent. Yeah, you see again, very similarly to um, to uh, Stefan's blow earlier, the bullet finds purchase in it, and you can see it almost slow-mo to a gentle stop within it, but the concussive force of it moving through its form displace more spirits that leave the form and you know return to roaming around this room. Um, the bullet then slowly begins to just fall to the bottom to the ground as if um slowly moving through water to your first attack okay yeah um i'll do the same again um, Go for it. but i will use a grit to dead eye it nice okay perfect come out <laughs> come out wow honest man uh, ooh. Natural 20 on one of them, and yes. one on the other Ooh. one. Ah. <laughs> that's, I feel like that's the like second best advantage roll. The first best one is obviously two natural 20s, but then it's like, <laughs> fuck you, natural yes, one. You have to be like, fuck you. Destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Oh, perfect. Roll some damage. Okay. Um, do we keep the max for the crit, or do I roll for the crit? Ah, uh, the do? max, yeah. So what's the max on one? It's 1d10, so isn't it? Yeah. 10 plus... 10 plus 17. Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, because you're sharpshooting as well. Fuck. Um, 27. Ouch. Um, yeah. The same thing happens again. This time you aim a little bit higher to where its kind of pseudo head is. Um, and you like blast through it separating even more spirits from this as the form of it begins to diminish and, and shorten. Um, not looking good. 
or it is looking good if your goal is to free the spirits. Yes. <laughs> um, anything else, Darby? Um, I'm going to run back a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. So then at, it's now its turn. So this, so Stefan, being this close to this entity, you begin to feel the sorrow and the loneliness within these spirits. Um, give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh. That is an eight. That fails. This, as this like sorrow and, oh, that's a good roll. If this sorrow (laughs) and sorrow and loneliness um, leeches kind of uh, mental energy from you as you just literally beside it, you take 15 psychic damage. I don't have to be psychic. Mm. Um, <laughs> I know but what you know. What here. narratively, you can say, "Oh no, my only weakness." <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it is sad, you know. You have a human heart, after all, so you know you're a good mm. person. So yeah, it's it's fair. I actually have a goat heart after an accident. When I was... No, it's not. <laughs> uh... <laughs> the medical marvel. Um, okay, so then this thing reaches out one of its harpoon-like arms to grab at someone. Um, uh, can I just say, uh, I'd like to use my runic shield to like impose like disadvantage on this. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I love that. Okay. Yeah, since you're probably the one it's going to go for, Anne, as well, Ivar, just because you are just still in the... You're the only one left in that one direction while the other two mm. have moved away. So it's going to attempt at disadvantage to grab you. I don't oh, no. I can't use there. it for myself. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, then. Oh. And then, well, yeah, yeah unfortunately. Uh, a dirty 20. That will hit. That will hit. Oh. So this thing reaches out and grabs you. Um, and... Oh, I never expect to actually hit with my monsters, so I don't normally get the damage dice out. You normally uh, we believe in you, Gary. You can do damage. Roll dice. <laughs> I just got to throw ridiculously tough monsters at you. But hey, this thing is a deadly encounter, by the way, and you're creaming it. What can we say? We're, uh, we're new dense <laughs> people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. This is also a very good roll. Um, 25 piercing damage. And you are grappled. It's now going to um, grip you even tighter now that it has you in its arms. Give me a... uh, Or in its arms, singular. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom save. Okay. Um... You know, that's, you know, if I can say one thing about Ivor, he is strong of character. He is very mentally resilient. He has um, 11 wisdom. <laughs> and I rolled a 17, which is like, that's actually pretty good. Ah, uh, you want to take half this damage? Yes. So you, 
you are pulled 30 feet closer to it um, as it like retracts its spectral arm towards you um, as you are kind of lifted off the ground and pulled towards it. I rolled worse this time and it's also going to be halved. So um, I rolled a lot worse. I thought that was a seven, but it's a one. Um, so 13 halved to six psychic damage. And you are now uh, within 20 feet of it. Um, now, comforted a little bit by the light around Stefan's amulet, but really you're not comforted at all as these um, uh, spectrals start to like siphon the energy out of you. You know, I'm happy to be at least closer to him because I would not be able to get this close on my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Take the ups. Hey, I'm helping you. You're, um, um, how okay. is your go? Okay, okay. So, um, let me see here. There's, I've actually got a app open to see a jump to see the jumping calculator right now. Nice. Okay. Well, um, you you are you are grappled, so your speed is zero, unfortunately. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, and I'd need to break out of that to kind of move. Can yes, I attack yeah. the tentacle? Um. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So in that case, um, I'm going to use my bonus action to get big. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, this this thing just kind of like. Just extend like extends its fingers around you as you grow big. You're still grappled. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. No, that's that's perfectly fair. And this is a kind of a, a strange situation, so I don't blame it. <laughs> and um, I'm I'm rolling a dice, but I haven't decided what I'm actually rolling for yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, yeah, I've got uh, my like. Yeah, I'm just going to. Uh, I, I, I've not really talked about this. I've got my shield equipped, so I'm gonna just try bashing it with this shield, like using this as the improvised weapon right now. Go for it, yeah. Yeah, and actually, I mean, I, I mean, I might as yeah. I'll, I'm using the shield. I'm using the shield. No, I'll not overthink it. And that is first attack. That's going to be a twelve plus attack um, eight, so dirty twenty. I will hit. Cool. And what are we rolling for the shield? Is that a d6? Yeah, let's go d6 plus strength. Cool. Uh, one plus another d6 for my beginning. The beginning. Beginning. Mm -hmm. That's a six, and I'm just going to let it uh, let the 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 flame room rune uh, erupt. Oh, chains. So oh, that wow. uh, chains me, mom. I mean, I'm. I, I wanna, I wanna, you know? That's 7 and 2d6, 5 and another 6. Wow. Yeah, so... And then I have to make a strength saving throw? Yeah. 5 and a 6, so that's um, yeah, 11 and the 5 as well, so yeah. Um, okay, so, so at 11 plus 5, 16. Mm -hmm. um, On the okay, original great. 2d6, that was... Six. Yeah, six. So, 22. 22. That will beat my, my, my DC's 14. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Um, no, that was the damage, right? Oh, that's um, damage. Yeah, yeah. They, he, they rolled a 19 on their strength save. This thing is very strong. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Not surprised. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, it still takes this fire damage and more of these specters leech out of it of both um, uh, hues and colors of the followers in this uh, space. Okay. Um, anything else um, I bar? Yeah, I still have a second attack. Go for it. That is ah, a bit worse that time. That's a 11, so that's a miss. 11 will miss. So yes, so the first, the first of your shield bashes um, hits into the arm and displaces it. But as almost its arm becomes a single stretch of a spirit, it gets a little bit sinewy and it dodges out of the way um, of your second attack. Um, that's it for Ivar. Mm-hmm. Back up to the top with Stefan. Hello, hello. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. While Stefan's a wee bit out of it after that psychic damage, I will say Ramsey will pull out a longsword hilt with no blade from Stefan's belt and nudge it into his hand. So quickly swapping out Shepard's warning for the sunblade. <gasps> yeah, sunblade. <laughs> Forgot about the sunblade. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep, activate that, and I will take my two attacks with it. So, Over it. Yeah, baby. And I suppose we'll, we'll do the um, reckless attack again, because sure, why not? Sure, why not? Oh, yeah, I could have attacked you recklessly last time, didn't I? Oh, well. mm-hmm. uh, so that is a 22. Hit. Cool. And then two-handed swing, and I guess additional radiant damage because it's undead. So yeah, so roll your... So it's all radiant damage, right? Yes. So just roll it, um, double the dice, and then add your strength modifier. Okay. And then, yeah, there's an additional D8 radiant damage on top of the normal... Well, it is all radiant, but yeah. Does that make well, sense? Oh, there's more because it's undead, is it? Yes. When you hit an undead with it, the target takes an extra 1d8. Yeah, Um, so roll all those numbers. Um, um, I'll roll all the dice, whatever it takes, and still double it. Yeah. Ooh, baby! And then add your your strength. Don't think this thing is going to live. So that is uh, 11 plus 5 is 16. And then, oh, what did you say? Double the dice rolls? Double the dice rolls. So uh, 22 plus 5 is 27. How do you want to destroy <laughs> this thing? <laughs> I'd say Stefan would, without having activated the blade, jam it in and then activate it and take a big <laughs> swing through the remaining ghosts. Yes! And yeah, maybe make a really pretty ass. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as you like take this upward swing, um, breaking apart all the rest of these spirits, you see these two different tones of blue, uh, one slightly purple, one slightly green, flow out of this form like a fountain almost. Ivar, you feel yourself being uh, released and you land gently back on the floor um, and you see all of the rest of these uh, spirits kind of swarm around the space um, in this almost tornado as you see all these flashing lights and colors and movements. Eventually, um, the dust 
and uh, ectoplasm settles um, as these uh, spirits continue about. You see them now as you expected to see them, playing chess and eating lunch and laughing with friends and tending to the fire. Oh. Okay, so I think they're chill again or whatever. Right? Yeah. Y- yeah? Is everyone all right? Uh, no. But um, I'm gonna... I'll take a second to um, roll my... Um, what, what's it? Second wind. See if that helps much. All right, okay. Yeah. That's a... So D10... Ooh, ten. So that's a full seventeen hit points recovered. Oof, nice. Oh wow. Um, yes, Stefan, you you good? Uh, I took a wee hit, so. Yeah, do you want me to? Yeah, sure. Alrighty then. Uh, yeah, I'll do. Uh, how do you think a level one or level two or? Uh, uh maybe a level two. Sweet. Uh. <laughs> cool. So... I will still take a level one. Yep. Just because <laughs> I, I I did take a lot of. Time. <laughs> you did. You took a lot of yeah. damage. Um, that creature can really churn out the damage. If I took another one of those, I'd be dead. Oh wow, you did take oh, a wow. lot. Of work. Yeah. And once, so one of the one of the ups or one of the downsides for me about Billy running in is that they had bright light. But that creature, when it has <laughs> that creature, when it has creatures close to it, has advantage on all attack rolls against those creatures. Oh, but huh? so it has to have two. It has to have two or more. But then it has advantage on every attack roll. Hmm. Wow. Nice. Sick thing. Uh, okay, cool. So the f- one for Stefan for the 2d8 is at 10 plus 4, so 14. Thank you. And then oh, nice. another level 1 for Weaver. Uh, oh, great. A 6 on the dice plus 4, 10 more. Perfect. That nearly gets me filled up uh, to full of just like 4 can... left over. I can, I can tolerate that. Absolutely. I can, I can see your live. HP now. Oh, very fun. Um, yeah, and this time when Gwen does the cure wounds, she's just going to like um, do it through the chalice again for Stefan and then do it through this bookmark again for. Uh... <laughs> I just, uh, it worked before. I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's good. I don't know. It's an, it's a, it's, it's, it's aesthetic, yeah. if nothing else. She just kind of like stabs <laughs> them a little bit and then it like beams out through them. <laughs> hey, radiant damage is great. Well done, guys. You all did fabulous. I uh, also just picked up uh, a radiant spell, so it came in very handy there. Love to see it, mm. Stefan. With the with the heads up, you are fabulous. Yeah, that's what I do. Um, is there a way to get up again on top of this, or is this like the top? Can we see like yeah. anything up at the top? Top? No, there's there's one more. So at the base and approaching it, you saw that there's kind of like a a plateau at the very top, mm. and again from the story from the from the innkeeper. There is like some something up on top that is said to be two forms dancing in love. Oh. So making your way up the final staircase. Our it is one... <laughs> Load, of course. <laughs> very important. Uh, this one uh, large staircase with um, elements of each of Sahin and Ayun in it, uh, granite and moonstone steps as you go up the staircase goes up very kind of like um, the Titanic, where it goes up and then splits around into two wings, um, leading you to the same um, landing. Making your way up to this landing, you see um, open sky 
You're now at the top of the Union Spire. You can see, again, it's still quite cloudy and misty with some gentle rain falling down on the stone up here, um, causing a glistening um, look in this mid-morning light. What you also do see is you do see those two uh, lights above you moving in and out. You see one aquamarine and one burgundy moving about slowly, maybe 20 feet above your head. Each of these lights following down from them is a tether. And your lights or your eyes follow the tether of each one, one leading to a pedestal on each side of this area, this space. And each of those pedestals is two figures, two bodies, very similar to the ones you've seen all your way up here, except these ones are not lying on the ground. They are clutching these pedestals, what seems like for dear life, and they're faces look up towards these lights that are dancing towards the sky towards perhaps the moon and that's where we'll leave this episode of adventuring for dummies ooh, fun fun well not fun they're <laughs> probably trapped or something but ooh, fun <laughs> yeah yeah um so welcome to the union spire Woo! tours are at <laughs> one, three, and five. Live, laugh, union. Live, laugh, live, laugh, Sahamin. Uh, <laughs> exit via the gift shop. Thank you very much. Um, it's probably live, lot, love, to be honest. <laughs> oh, uh, live, lore, laugh, or live, laugh, lore. Live, laugh, lore. I like, I like live, laugh, lore. Um, that's a good one. It's a, definitely a, an Ayud one. Live, laugh, lore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Live, laugh, love is also very good. Um, Spider Girls. <laughs> um, so, yes. Any last thoughts, feelings, emotions? Except for love, of course. Everybody's feeling love. Live, laugh, lore. That's, you know, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's Gwen's motto, really. Yeah. Um, I'm, I actually didn't bring this up throughout the entire episode, but um, because I we were sneaking in, Ivor never put on his armor, so I've been rocking a AC of 14. Oh my god, guys. <laughs> I was wondering how you got 23 out of disadvantage, Rose, but it makes sense now. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, expected, I didn't expect us to get in so easy. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah. You know, I could have just, you know, invisible or something, you know, you can't be just, like, getting hit by a big scary monsters and grass. I know, I know, I know. But I mean, I mean, of all your problems with invis invisibility. It's a great spell, guys. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you're not, you're, yeah, yeah, it is really good. <laughs> really good spell. Yeah. I was breaking it when um, Stefan took out the um, the light. I took oh, the yeah. same spirits um, below when we first seen that were kind of behaving a bit erratic, I thought they would immediately come. Yeah, be attracted by her, like, be like, oh, what's that? Yeah. There's but... nothing in the guidebook against it, so. <laughs> 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 Outside of second rule, I can't disadvantage <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I don't make the rules. Uh, Follow the guide. I'll say this, I'm, I'm, I'm adding um, a bullseye lantern and a hooded lantern to the shopping list. <laughs> Get me them lights. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Little, um, head torch on brass rain. Mm. Ooh, Ooh, yes. Yeah. 
We need to get a little scope. Like we're hunting yeah. ghosts or something, you know? Oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> Ghostbusters, to be fair, between... robots in disguise. <laughs> between the sunblade and the gem of brightness at the end, there's Stefan must have just been blinded. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am oh. the brightness. <laughs> I am the dog. You're a human. You need, you need lights, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the three uh, things I need to live, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Live, love, laugh, life. Um, <laughs> wait, that's four. Damn. Uh, uh, excellent. Well, as always, it's great to be back playing some D and D with you all, and I hope you all enjoyed it at home, or in your car, or at work, or wherever you happen to listen to Adventure for Dummies. Um, but until next time, it is a goodbye from us. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, this is Dave of the Gwen Persuasion. Just to let you know, you can follow us on our socials by searching Adventuring for Dummies. And you can tweet at us at A4DPod or by using hashtag A4DPod on Twitter. That's the number four, not F-O-R. Uh, we would also love if you gave us a rating and review and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you guys next week.